Spiderhead's ending could have been better. Today I'm talking about the recent Netflix release and how I would change the ending. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm doing something a little bit different, where I'm specifically just doing freeform and talking about the end of Spiderhead. So, the basic gist, and mainly the big twist of Spiderhead, so... Uh, For those of you who haven't seen the movie, this will obviously be very confusing, so I recommend this only for folks who have seen the movie in full, uh, because it's going to be a spoiler-filled discussion. So, first, just a quick rehash of what happens in the movie, and then how we get to the big twist. So, the setup for the movie is that Miles Teller and and other folks are inmates at this very secretive facility called Spiderhead, hence the film's name, that is run by Chris Hemsworth, a CEO. And what the study is, is it's a series basically of tests for drugs that have very high impact very quickly. And they're injected into the person's bloodstream via these capsules in their back. And Chris Hemsworth and his team have full control over that. Uh, They do do ask people to acknowledge, which is to affirm, and... um, Which is to affirm anytime something like that happens. But, uh, yeah, it's still... It's all, it all feels a bit off and shady, um, especially when we see ones that can invoke love in people, and then we can also invoke aggression in people, and those are the ones that are really played out. And so as, as everything goes on, uh, Miles Teller's character, Jeff, he gets more and more uncomfortable with what he's being asked to do and to approve, and um, he, he doesn't like it. So he starts to, d- to dig a little bit, and he finds out the real goal, which is the entire reason the study is being developed is to craft a medication or drug that that uh, makes everybody obedient. Da, da, da. And it's interesting. Um, I think this would this would hit harder in like a 70s thriller uh, where, you know, like kind of the, the big twist at the end was always a big thing where, oh, the big thing is a lie or it's all about mind control. And I don't know. I found that I found it a little boring, I guess, because I would say that just generally saying like, oh, obedience is one thing. It's another thing to say that how, um, which is one thing. And also because I don't think this is intentional at all, but also because it, it seems to imply like, oh, if you need to medicate, you know, medications for emotional regulation are just a form of like societal mind control. Like you could, you could take that as a reading. So that's some that's something else to keep in mind. What I think would be much more interesting is how each of these things are misused. And I think Chris Hemsworth's his character's descent trying to experience the, these things for himself in an uncontrolled setting is actually sometimes more interesting because it's like what motivates him to do this outside of profit um, and especially when he's like losing his mind and it's and what would you know, what would drive people to accept this in the first place and just shut off their emotions and just kind of, you know, let what happens happens and let, allow that to, you know, and what hits, what makes somebody hit their limit, essentially, and reclaim their own autonomy for their own feelings or just allows themselves to actually feel again. So I think those would have been more interesting questions. And so it could be like, hey, you know, we're clearly being misused. Um, you know, there's no chance of actually getting out or anything like that. 
and this is this is going to have broad implications, you know, because ge- the general obedience thing I don't I think is less interesting more than the mass distribution and basically the study being guided by Chris Hemsworth character who is completely off the rails. And it's actually the movie's at its most fun when Chris Hemsworth is being a bit of a dick because he's so good at it and because he's so you know he has that natural screen charisma that makes him kind you know you kind of get why people aren't pushing back on him like you know he's wrong but he's he's very good at that so that was my general gist of it because i thought like i said they've isolated all these prisoners and they've got people who are feel inherently seem to feel a lot of guilt about the things that they've done so these are the perfect people to kind of just you know switch their emotions back and forth and if it can purge them of aggression if it can purge them if it can make them feel love and happiness even if it's manufactured then maybe it's worth it for them and then maybe they see something real like there there is a thread there because jeff starts to form a connection with another woman and that is something that could potentially be real and i would think that would be the more interesting thing i I think that would be a better through line to go through so If you have seen the movie, let me know what you think. These are just my thoughts on it. And thank you, as always, for listening. And I'll catch you next time. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.